Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. During this hour, we're going to spend some time uh, talking about the Susan G. Komen walk in the Los Angeles area, the more than pink walk coming up. Uh, we'll be spending some time with a cancer survivor, Autumn Hewitt. That'll be happening in the next half hour here on Late Night Health. We go to uh, Arizona right now, and we're going to spend some time with Dr. Decker Weiss, a naturopathic physician and cardiologist. He's written a book, uh, The Decker Method, I be- uh, The uh, Weiss Method, I believe, uh, a natural way to reduce the risk of heart attack and heart disease. Uh, we're going to talk today about things like the flu, uh, stomach aches, pains, and, and, and even wounds. But before we do that, uh, Dr. Weiss, welcome to Late Night Health. Is America healthy? No, no, and we're getting worse. Why? Yeah, when, when you look at every statistic, and it's not an opinion, when you look at our statistics, our level of chronic disease is going up and up. There was just a study released about uh, the incidence and increase of cancer in millennials. And, you know, you look at the simple things. You look at food sources, water sources, levels of stress. And, and, you know, when those things are getting worse, uh, you wouldn't expect to have good health. And then on top of it, we still have not exercised significant prevention and significantly better ways to handle cough, cold, flu, wounds, things like that. And, and until we change those fundamentals, you know, we'll be incompatible with nature, and we will just continue to get sick. And I think the idea was that, well, technology will get us out of our bad habits or our bad food sources and things like that, and technology's not catching up. You know, I mean, we thought we'd be able to cure more cancers by now. We thought we'd be able to do much better with heart disease, you know, once you have it, things like that, you know, for now. And so, you know, when you look at prevention systems and things like that, you have like a subculture of health food store, naturopathic physicians, holistic MDs, functional docs, and, and they're starting to grow these concepts, eat clean, sleep better, you know, better choices and anti-infective therapies, you know, meaning don't use antibiotics you're just going to get resistant to, uh, use things that actually you don't get resistant to, and then you know, that actually improve your gut health and things like that. But until we make the choice at all levels, not just the people who are listening to your show and all that stuff we really want to know, until we get the average everyday doctor to start looking at life very differently, I think we're going we're gonna to have problems. Yeah, That's but- a really sad thing. Uh, uh, we, you know, I've done the research, right? Um, uh-huh. MDs, traditional MDs in medical school get less than 18 hours on average of nutritional training. Yet these are the ones who, which, yeah, which bothers me. You don't? I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with them is them giving you advice based on no training. <laughs> right? Meaning that, that, that you have no training. Okay. We get it. Because med school is really full, and I will not be a person to advocate more hours to graduate med school. I wouldn't have any interns or residents left. But they should basically defer the advice. Walk into your health food store. You're going to get better nutritional advice in most health food stores, and you won't even get from a registered dietitian in my opinion. You know, so they just need to get out of nutrition and get out of it. You know, when you look at obesity, you know, rising in this country, um, that's that's we've been giving bad advice on food. 
You know, oh, it's, it's always take out one complete food group. No fat, or no sugar, or no this versus eating a Mediterranean diet and, and using really good, safe anti-infectives and things like that so your gut doesn't get moved up and, and then you're okay. But they just need to get out of it. I, and then, you know, I know that's a bit of a defeatist attitude, but I don't know any doctors that want to go back to school and do nutrition. I don't know no, I, 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 and I agree with you. And, and But yet... Uh, and I don't think naturopathic doctors uh, have this uh, have the the same um, uh, pedestal complex that many medical doctors, especially older doctors, have. I'm the doctor; I know better. I had a doctor tell a family member recently, "What you you're, you're a doctor because you went on the internet." <laughs> I'm and and I told that family member he's fired. I mean, in my opinion, he's gone. Because I think the internet gives us a lot of good information, so we can ask proper questions of our healthcare providers. That's very well said. That's very well said because you go in and statistically that'll bear out. The patients who ask the most questions get the best results. That's been proven over and over. And yet, you know, and it's also a good filter for your doctor. Meaning, my patients know that they have a right to ask me any question. And if I have to stay longer, and I always run over my patients, so, you know, many are probably listening, you know, through podcasts and all that stuff. Thank you for bearing with me for being late. But I will stay there and answer questions because I feel that that's owed. In the, the era of doctors don't feeling like they owe their best available answers to the patients, including I don't know, which happens a lot with me, uh, because we don't know a lot about medicine yet. We're just starting to really get, you know, to the crux of it. But, you know, we, we owe them answers, and, and I think that the way you describe the Internet is a great way to get a lot of base information and things, and then you can get very targeted questions to your doctors and, and, and ask them based on your individual needs, you know, taking all that and making it down to your individual needs. And that's a really good idea. That will always work, by the way. I'm going to ask some personal questions. I hope you don't mind. Sure. Okay, this is just Decker and Mark talking, okay? Um, All right, you got it. We're buddies. We're sitting around drinking non-alcoholic beer. Okay, maybe it has a little bit of... I don't like that stuff. Anyway. I'm funner with a little alcohol. Yeah, okay, good. So we're having a vodka. You might get better answers, yeah. Are you going to be at uh, at Expo West this year? I will be. All right, well, we'll we'll meet there, and maybe we will have that adult beverage. But um, uh, so from... uh, Do you have a a fan... Do you have children? I do. I have two girls. Two girls. Okay. Did you have them and yourself and your wife have uh, the flu shot? No. Okay. Why not? I don't think it works. Well, on the packaging itself, on the packaging itself, because I I did this about, I think it was six years ago was my last one. It said, does not prevent the flu. And I said to the nurse who was giving it to me, why would I put this in my body then? You know, anyway. Well, yeah. I, I think we have, when you look at vaccines in general, I, I think there seem, it seems to be just like our politics. There's either pro or against. I, I think there's very good, solid middle ground on vaccines. You know, when you look at the data and the research on, you know, if you want to give the best research to flu shots, it, it really still comes down to people who are in institutions like, uh, prisons and hospitals, they, they may benefit from a flu shot, but the rest of us walking around the world tend not to. What about and seniors? What about people with compromised? What about immune compromised? Yeah. Um, it, it really depends on the individual case, because remember, you're 
you're really you're firing and you're ramping up an immune system that's sick. And a lot of times, illness immune systems get worse when you do that. Um, I think that's a very individual basis. There's some kind of automatics like HIV when you're still symptomatic with HIV uh, because you really want to try to do everything you can. Um, but everything else, I think, is very individual. Flu shots are an interesting concept, giving you last year's flu, but we usually don't follow with the same flu two years in a row. Those little viruses, they mutate, and we get different ones. So the premise isn't very good, and then there's been some terrible side effects. There was a very, you know, there was a very scary time where we were worried about uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, the Lou Gehrig's disease coming from flu shots. And, you know, there was a lot of papers written pro, a lot of papers written against, but we definitely had a spike in ALS that flu season. And, uh, boy, what, you know, what a devastating, devastating thing. You're trying to do something preventative, and then potentially you get it. And and vaccines so, in, in general for things like, uh, I mean, the you know, the measles and all of this, I think kids should just play with the kid who has measles, get them, get it over with, and it improves your immune system. I mean, and I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. That's what I would do. That's what my mom did. Hey, go play with Jimmy. I remember this. He has the measles. And then I was sick so, for a week. Yeah. I When you look at vaccines, there's infinitely under controversy. And I think here would be my basic advice. And I'll tend to stay a little political on this one. I'll confess. Okay. Um, I divide them up into life-saving ones versus non-life-saving ones. Okay? So if my you know nine-year-old stepped on a nail, I would give her a tetanus shot. Okay? Right. I think the vaccine works. I think it's safe. I think it's effective. I, I will, in around fifth, sixth grade, I will give her a meningitis shot. I think it's a good vaccine. Kids rarely, but they do die from meningitis, and I think the vaccine works. Now, when you get into things like MMR, it's more convenient. I think we see all these scary photos of third-world kids and miserable, you know, measles and things like that. You know, but they don't usually die. It's very, very rare to die or become sterile or whatever, but it's more convenient. Meaning that my, you know, I've had friends who've had measles and mumps and rubella and all that, and they'll say it's a miserable two weeks. Yeah, it is miserable. It's it is. I remember. Home and all that. But it's not generally life-saving. The idea that we keep scaring everybody into saying, if you don't have a MMR shot, you could die. Well, I could also, you know, throw my life savings down on, you know, one number in a roulette wheel and say it's probably going to hit. Well, if you're a naturopathic doctor, that's probably around $24. Um, our, 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 uh, our guest is Dr. Decker Weiss. Uh, when we come back, we're, gonna, we're really going to address the uh, remedies that Hippocrates uh, uh, talked about uh, thousands of years ago, and uh, including things like um, uh, colloidal silver. And we'll do that coming up as Late Night Health continues. We'll have some information about Dr. Weiss uh, and his uh, uh, practice uh, on our website at LateNightHealth.com. Pretty picture of him and a story and some other information. All right, don't go away. Late Night Health continues. Along with the insane Daryl Wayne, I'm Mark Allen.
Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e hello this is weird al yankovic and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne aren't you (laughs) Ha ha ha!